Own Your Creativity, episode 53. Recently, I've been having some informal conversations with my fellow entrepreneurs about how they use story in their business, or if they actually do use story, and if so, how. I'm Elizabeth Johnston. I'm a story junkie, and I'm here to help you unlock your creative potential so that you think, feel, and do better in life and at work. And welcome to the show. Today's episode is all about using story in your business, and it's just going to be you and me in an intimate little show. You might be asking yourself, what does that have to do, though, with owning your creativity? Well, that's what I'll be talking about, as well as three major myths that are stumbling blocks to using story in your business. So today's show is mainly directed towards entrepreneurs and small business owners who are having problems reaching the people they want to serve. It's also a show that will hold some interest for you if you have ever thought about writing about your life and the experiences that have led to your expertise or wisdom. So if you happen to be listening to my podcast for the first time, let me give a bit of background. I'm Elizabeth Johnston and I'm a story junkie. I love reading fiction, nonfiction, screenplays, poetry, you name it. I also love writing in those genres. And one of my all-time favorite things to do is teach about those topics. There's nothing like getting together with people ready to jump into exploring their creativity. I love it. And I just finished teaching two classes. One was magazine writing and the other was introduction to short fiction. And the best thing about doing what I love is helping people like you unlock your creative potential so that you can think, feel and do better in work and in life. Recently, I've been having some informal conversations with my fellow entrepreneurs about how they use story in their business, or if they actually do use story, and if so, how. The surprising thing that came out of these conversations was that not many people are aware of using it, and if they are, it's not really in a conscious, strategic way. When I probed this further, it became clear to me that there are actually some myths surrounding the use of story that are holding people back in their businesses. And here are the three most prominent myths that I came across. Number one, stories are made up or false by nature. Number two, I'm a business person, not a creative person. And number three, there's no return on investment in being creative. Can you relate to those? Do any of those resonate with you? Do you kind of maybe believe those myths? Today, I'm going to unpack those myths for you so, so that you can see the possibilities of using story in your business. Now, here we go. Number one, stories are not true. When we're in business, truth is a bedrock of our operations, isn't it? We want to accurately represent ourselves and what we do in order to build trust with our clients and customers. Makes sense. So the association between story and falsehoods or downright lies can stop us in our tracks when it comes to the idea of quote unquote telling stories in our business. Now, how many of you remember being admonished as a child for telling stories? Those memories run deep and can color our adult decisions in life and in business. 
Yet you can use truthful stories in your business. And in fact, you probably already do that without realizing it. How many of you have testimonials on your website or in your brochures? These are true stories about how you have improved the lives of your clients and customers. Testimonials are a valuable, integral, and much sought after type of story in any business. It's part of how you build trust in your business, and it's often how you make your own purchase decisions, isn't it? So another name for testimonials is word of mouth stories. And here are some interesting facts about the power of word of mouth. In a study done in 2010, a study of 2,134 women in Canada and the U.S. showed that 72% of them decide what products and services to buy based on the experiences of others. So this is like word of mouth that affects their buying decisions. And while traditional forms of word of mouth are still important, that face-to-face interaction, and they amount to 58% of women uh, rely on face-to-face traditional word of mouth, online forms of word of mouth, such as you find on websites and other social media, has now surpassed that with 70% of women going online to search for reviews and testimonials of products and services. Now that was back in 2010. Keep that in mind. Here we are seven years later. And so we can probably be rest assured that uh, 70% is actually higher. Um, It's probably higher than 70% uh, of people, uh, in particular women who are making these uh, decisions based on what they hear word of mouth in a digital, digital sense. So you see now why cultivating your own bank of stories and word of mouth testimonials is crucial, right? Another way to use story in your business is by telling your own stories about how you started your business and why, what drives you, what's your passion, etc. In today's digital world, we make our purchase decisions based on whether we know, like, and trust that business over another business. And the only way to make those online decisions is by reading what the business has to say, right? Before so many businesses went online, though, you could be face to face with that business owner or their employees, or you'd ask your neighbor about their experience with that company or restaurant, right? Now you check out online reviews and social media comments, social media comments. That's because you often need more information beyond just the facts about the product and service before you part with your hard-earned money. You want to know what's the story on this business. So as a business owner, you'll want to start using story in your business. You want to be in control of your brand as much as you can, of course. And that control is going to come by strategically using true stories. This desire to be in strategic control of your business and your business stories brings up another myth, though, that you need to be creative to use story in your business. One of the university courses I have taught for many years is business communication, and a number of my students are always surprised at how important writing skills end up being for getting the message across clearly, effectively, and persuasively about their businesses. Others 
who thought they left writing behind them in their high school English literature classes realize that it's a vital part of their future businesses. They all have to start adjusting their thinking about who they are vis-a-vis this, you know, creative thing called writing. (laughs) Rather than thinking of themselves as purely business-oriented people, they realize they not only must incorporate creativity into their business practice, but that it isn't so far-fetched to think of themselves as capable of telling stories. The truth of the matter is that you are already creative and whether you know it or not, you use story in your life. We are storytelling creatures. It's in our bones. It's in our DNA. Story is how we make sense of the world. This is what great comedians understand too. Seinfeld, Billy Connolly and others, they all tell us stories about life and we see ourselves reflected in those stories and that's what your customers and clients do when you use story effectively. Now, think about how you go about your day. How often do you talk about your day, about the weird thing you saw on the way to work, or the difficult deal you ended up closing after all? If you start paying attention to how often you tell stories and how often you hear other people telling you stories about their experiences, you'll realize just how natural and integral it is to your personal and your professional life to use stories. So if you are purposely avoiding using story in your business, you're cutting your business off from a fundamental intrinsic a natural mode of communication. Now, my business students are nothing if not schooled in data and a belief in numbers. So this leads to the third myth about using story in your business, and that is there is no return on investment for the use of story in business. Sound familiar? But let me ask you this. If you share a business story and you get a client as a result, isn't that a return on your investment? Of course it is. (laughs) Today, businesses are in competition with brick and mortar businesses, plus all of those that are online. With so many businesses to choose from, what gives you a competitive edge is to make yourself stand out through the stories that are unique to you and you alone. In this sense, stories form an you know, a crucial element in your ability to persuade your potential customers and clients that you are the right one for them and you are the one that's going to help them solve their problem. I've mentioned the word persuasion a few times now, and I want to underscore how important that is when you're talking about using stories in your business. The economist Deirdre McCloskey has calculated the persuasion makes up just over a quarter of the gross national product in the United States. Extrapolating from that, business thought leader and Forbes contributor Stephen Denning says this, If storytelling is, conservatively, at least half of persuasion, then storytelling amounts to 14% of the GNP, or more than a trillion dollars. I say again, more than a trillion (laughs) dollars. How astonishing is that? What piece 
of that trillion dollar pie are you leaving on the table when you don't use storytelling in your business? Take a second just to let that sink in. So what can you do now to start consciously integrating story into your business? I've given you several ideas throughout my my talk today, but I'll be giving an in-depth four-week online course on this subject starting April 11th. So if you want to join me, this would be absolutely fabulous to kickstart using story in your business in the right way. We'll be covering the topic from a variety of angles, including the difference between your homepage and your about page and what stories should go in each. I see this so often. People really don't understand what the function is of each of those pages are and, uh, and the kinds of stories that they should hold. In week two, I'll cover the stories that go into your know, like, and trust factor. And in week three, I'll talk about how to write stories about your business that put your client or your customer front and center. This is so that they can immediately relate to what you do and see that you are the one who can help them with their problem. And in the last week, I'll be showing you how to write about your business, your origin story, your passion story, and how they can be collected into a book about your business. You may already know that there's a trend out there that is replacing traditional business cards and brochures with an actual book, a business memoir. And I'll share with you stories from people ranging from dentists to paranormal researchers who, after writing a book, saw a huge increase in their business. And I'll show you how this is not just possible for you, but really actually doable. If you want more information on my upcoming class that starts April 11th, you can go to my website, www.elizabeth-johnston.com, and that's Johnston with a T, and send me an email at info at ownyourcreativity.com. Or you can go to the show notes for this, uh, this episode, and you can find a link there. I hope that I gave you a lot of food for thought today, and that you now see how important story is for your business. Next week, I'll be posting my interview with digital marketing strategist, Kamanzi Constable. Thank you for listening to today's show. I'm Elizabeth Johnston, and I'm here to help you unlock your creative potential so that you think, feel, and do better in life and at work. So if you have any questions, send them to me at info at ownyourcreativity.com. I'll answer them in the next Q&A episode. Until then, make it a great week and own your creativity. Oh,